From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 322. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's, Squarespace, and Simple Contacts. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. The elderly man, Brad Dowdy. Big birthday Dowdy. boy. Big birthday boy. <laughs> Happy birthday, Brad Dowdy. Thank you, thank you. 34 years old. Yeah, 29, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 29-ish. Yeah. Sorry for giving out your real age there on the show. Yes, yeah, 29-ish. We're going to go with that mm-hmm. for a while. But uh, I, I am younger than episode titles, so um, we'll, we'll keep that streak alive, I think. So for, Who knows? In, in perpetuity. The immortal <laughs> Brad Dowdy. <laughs> on the immortal front, we're going to pick right up where we've left off like the last 50 shows with Lamy Inks, except we're going to talk about The Crystal again, Yep, which we broke down last week, mm-hmm. um, talking about the new Lamy Inks. Um, reflecting on the fact that they didn't have an orange. They released 10 new ink colors, didn't have an orange. And the only question that was left in our minds at the time talking about those inks was what the price is going to be. And it looks like they're going to be legitimately good. Like, it looks like this is the case. Lamy did a good thing. So they're already up on Cult Pen site. I think they're nine fifty. With uh, the vat and without the vat, they're like eight something pounds. Um, so that's around ten bucks, ten between ten and eleven dollars for the thirty milliliter bottle of inks. And you know what? Good job by Lamy. That was, you know, that's a good result. I think for an area where they could have stuck it to the man, if you will, and really gone off the board on a pricing um you know on a pricing bender <laughs> like a lot of companies do when they introduce special lineups right a lot of it is to you know increase the bottom line and you can never I'll never argue with a company for that but there's also all consumers have a breaking point where they'll choose to you know continue to support or not support the certain product based on the price so good job by by Lamy on this one um, so yeah, now we'll just wait and see how the inks work and I, I bet yep. they'll probably work pretty well. So do you have any of these coming? You're going to order some? Uh, I want to, and I'm, I might just go for it actually. Cause it, I mean, they're so cheap comparative to some of the stuff that I buy. Like I was thinking, Oh, I'm not sure which one I'm going to want. Uh, I mm-hmm. think I'm actually just going to order a couple of the colors, um, yeah. and go for it. Cause they're, they're under a tenner each, right? Right. It's really not a lot of money. I know it's not a lot of ink either, but that was, you know, it's just kind of just like it's 10 pounds. It's fine, right? And I yeah. think I'm going to go for a couple of them. I was interested in the the brighter color, so I might go for uh, Road Knight and Azurite, so like a pink mm-hmm. and a purple, because I like those colors. So, Right. Um, oh, they, they, you can't you can't pre-order them. They're just an email when in stock on cold pens right okay. now. So they're coming gotcha, in September. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'll enter my email and when they... Uh, when they let me know, okay. I'll, I'll go for it. Gotcha. So they're not even available. I don't know. No. I haven't looked at all the sites in the U.S. Like, I don't even know if any pre-orders pages are up. I'm not that interested to pre-order, but I'll end up with something somewhere, somehow. You do um, not need to pre-order these. Right? Like, if no. somewhere has a pre-order, you do not need to do that. Right? Like, Correct. this is this Correct. is a standard line, and they're going to make a lot of them. Yep. Yep. And they're inexpensive. They're not going to... Mm-hmm. They're not going to be flying off the shelves. No, no. Um, I mean, they'll sell well. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But um, back to your ink quantity. So, uh, I think 30 milliliters is actually the sweet spot for 
all inks. I wish they all came in thirty milliliters. But the problem that can we're you let me know is, are there, for comparison? What mm-hmm. what are there any other inks that come in thirty milliliters? Uh, the new Sailor. So this is a new a newer uh, thing. Okay. So, but the the problem I was going to say is the problem is the thirty milliliters and the increased price. So, you know, it's never the the actual size of the bottle to me to someone who uses lots of inks not like one ink that i need you know a a hundred milliliters of or a gallon of because i'm just going to use that one ink i use lots of inks so i'm good with smaller bottles of inks just not at two or three times the cost of what your regular inks are so Mm -hmm. that was all i was going to say i actually prefer the 30 milliliter bottles yeah so there you go um so i didn't pick any of those up but i did pick up one of the new tactile turn pencils so i like what will hudges does with the tactile turn brand i like the pins that he's made i like the bolt action pins that he's done and he offered up a pencil which you know i'm a pencil fan especially mechanical pencils so i picked mine up this just this morning actually i keep getting the emails and seeing the articles you know i saw ed jelly's pictures of him which he always does such a good job with these pictures and will um he always has such great anodization colors. Whoever the company he uses for the anodization does really, really good. And I picked one up this morning. I don't know what color I'm going to get. Probably not orange. Um, the mm. bright blue or pink, I'm thinking. I I backed the... Um, gosh, what was the name of the minimal Kickstarter? Modern Fuel. So I just got my Modern Fuel. I got a stainless steel 0.9 millimeter pencil from that Kickstarter campaign. So I just got that in. So I've got my silver pencil. So now I'll probably get like pink this time, uh, just out of the aluminum. But there's brass and copper and titanium. I, I skipped all that. I'm going for the for probably one of the bright colors, hot pink or purple. Um, we we reviewed the purple uh, pen he did recently, and that color looks so good. So anyway, I wanted to point these out for those of you that are tactile turn fans, and if you like a mechanical pencil, I like the mechanism on the side. How does it work? That he's because it looks designed. Weird. So it's just a Schmidt mechanism. So what these companies use is, you know, our good buddies at Schmidt make really good internals, right? So um, it has an internal mechanism where you can just build this apparatus either to come down from the top of the pen or come down from the side of the pen to click on the top of the mechanism to deploy the lead. So, But he's made it look like a bolt, which is is clever because that's kind of like the, the thing. Right, when you yep. tactile yep. turn, you expect something like that. Um, so I think that is a nice. I think I just think it looks interesting. You know, like it's, it looks like a tactile turn pen. It does. Like he's he's on brand with that type of mechanism. Which you know, if you would have said to me, "Oh, look at these pens," he's going to make a mm-hmm. mechanical pencil. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to fathom how he would do that if it was going to be bolt in style. Correct. Right, because the mover and shaker they were using the Schmidt like the silver. Yep. The squishy mech. Although yeah. he um, he redid that for the latest run. He made his own. So yeah. the originals yeah. were. Yeah, very, very cool. The, the, Schmidt, the, the Schmidt squish is what I call it, which I don't mind it. A lot of people mind it, but uh, it, it is, it's a weird mm-hmm. feel, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't mind it. But yeah, I do call it the, the Schmidt squish. It's a good way to describe it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. I like Will's work. He, uh, he always does good stuff. Now, yesterday, Michael, you might have noticed I streamed a little mm-hmm. bit, and we'll, we'll talk about that later. But during that stream, I got a link for a product I had not seen yet. So our good friends at G Herbon 
now have the Jacques Herbal by G. Herbal lineup. Have you heard of this before I put this in the show notes? Because I had Absolutely hadn't. not, no. Do you know why we haven't heard of this, Michael? <laughs> I do now, so why don't you tell our <laughs> listeners? Because it is only in three retailers worldwide. So the Jacques Herbal lineup is J. Herbal's ultra premium lineup limited so far based on this this link on the milligram australia page um which i'll uh we'll have the link in the show notes for y'all mm-hmm. to check it out or their instagram post and then the actual product pages on their site this is a luxury collection featuring vibrant inks exquisite paper leather accessories and oh so smooth writing instruments so this is like your full leather writing ultra premium kind of setup and okay like i'm not jumping through my screen at this the prices are expensive like the ink bottles are 50 australian dollars which i think is 36 37 us dollars for are these 50 milliliter bottles i don't even have to look j herbal has lots of different bottles yes they're 50 milliliter bottles 50 australian dollars which i think converts to about 36 so that's definitely on the high end um the colors seem nice but you're paying a premium for nice not off the charts the orange actually looks pretty good <laughs> It's uh, very bright and yellowy. The uh, paper and notebooks are all fine. They're all a premium. The pens are where they lose me here. So like the basic fountain pen just looks like a black acrylic barrel with a steel nib. And it's $2.99 Australian, which is like $2.20 US dollars. And... That doesn't line up to me. Like, this is a premium product. It doesn't look like it. And they are sure as heck charging a premium. So, I don't know. Maybe it feels kind of amazing in the hand. I obviously hadn't tried one of these. Um, But it doesn't move the needle. And I wonder what Jay Harbon is going to do here long term. Is this the trial run with these three stores? And then we're going to see the premium products roll out to everywhere. I'm guessing they'll probably do pretty well um, just because J. Herbon has fans and, um, you know, you know, like a lot of us, you know, we're willing to play, pay the premium for things we're super fans of. And J. Herbon certainly probably has that. So I'd be interested to know if you even ha- if you do have any thoughts on this, what are your thoughts on this or, you know, just another day in new product land. I don't really have any complex thoughts on this at all. Like I I'm mm-hmm. looking at these products and I'm like, okay, like these are not for mm-hmm. me. Like these are mm-hmm. like exact executive line, right? Like Right. That's kind of what it looks like. I think that the fountain pens are really uninspiring. Um I have no idea why they're making like a glass um uh, pen, they call it a glass pen, but what is it like a dip pen? Yeah, they've done. They have an entry level glass dip pen that they've done for a while. Okay, this thing's a hundred dollars, which is interesting. Mean, it's interesting, but it it seems like it just all of it seems a little weird. Like it's, but mm-hmm. it's because it's not. I don't th- this isn't aimed at me and you, and and that's this is. It's not really aimed at anyone, really specifically, mm-hmm. which is why they're probably only rolling out in th- three places in the world. 
Mm-hmm. They're just trying to create a super limited exclusive brand for people that need to buy gifts for other people. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my overall like thing anyway. is one I was su- I was surprised by it one and then I was taken aback at how plain it is for a premium lineup. Like lots of companies do lots of premium stuff and this is just kind of like regular stuff to me at a premium price. Like sometimes that's all that you need though, right? Like Sure. And if I was sitting in the J Herbon office, you know, this I could see something that like I could come up with this plan, you know, to make these products. And yep. I think they'll probably do well, to be perfectly honest, and we'll probably see them everywhere else. I'm just it's not compelling um to me, if you will, from yeah, yeah. A, a personal standpoint to start, you know, picking up some of these things. So I thought it was interesting and it was interesting to point out. I'll be watching to see how this does um at you know these that the other stores we'll we'll see what the uh, other stores are if there's only three in the world one of them's milligram who uh is a really good shop in australia i've definitely communicated with them uh in the past they seem to be real nice real well well run store so i'll be interested to know what the other two stores are yeah it's like you know the way i feel about this is like i don't like cross either sure sure. right i mean that doesn't do it for me but it's it's doing Mm -hmm. it for someone um and yep uh, Anna, it's Anna, right? In the chat room, she's sent a link about mm-hmm. the uh, their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Jacques, the Jacobon. It's like very luxury looking. Oh, so I don't have... Yeah, I'm not following this page. This is like a completely offshoot. And of like, she's made doing. a really good point that like if you look at this, that is luxury like i follow mm-hmm. a couple of watch companies now on instagram mm-hmm. and this is what their stuff looks like that is a very good call on her like they are going for a luxury brand here That's i wonder who after. i haven't looked at it i wonder who owns jay herbal like are they part of a conglomerate that owns you know like other uh luxury brands hmm. yeah that could be uh that could be one of the pushes here we'll have to look into it more not that i care like it's not a big deal like i think it's good i like i'm glad to see companies doing more you know, writing lineups, you know, just from a uh, personal taste perspective, like these aren't the things okay, that move the needle so for me. It is but. a subsidiary of the Exocompte Clairefontaine Group since 2003. That's a distributorship. It says, not, oh, well, Exoclair okay. is a distributor, so I don't know who owns Girobon. Clairefontaine owns them. Oh, so okay. That's Never pretty mind. small, so. We'll look at it. Not a big deal. Like, I don't like this is not, you know, anything like this is not visionary level of work that we need to do. No, no. This. It's just one but, of those uh, things. That's I find it interesting. Yeah, I definitely find it interesting. So, you know what else I find interesting, Mike? <laughs> a nice clean shave. Oh, very nice. Yes, so one of my favorite things. things. One of my favorite things on the planet. Well, that's good because today's show is brought to you by Harry's, the company that was created out of the desire to get rid of needing to pay for overpriced razors full of unnecessary features. The founders of Harry's knew that a great shave comes down to great blades. It's simple, right? So if you just make sharp, durable steel blades that last whilst cutting out the unnecessary costs, you can deliver these to people at an amazing price. You get a perfect shave 
every time. And because they're half the price, you pay just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more with our leading brands, you can shave more often if you want to. And the more fresh blades you use, the better that shave's going to be. Harry sells their products directly to you over the internet, and they cut that price down significantly because they own the factory that produces these high-quality blades. This is a factory that's been around for over 95 years, and this is why Harry's can offer a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let Harry's know within 30 days and they'll give you a refund. Brad, why do you love your Harry's shave? Well, I'm 100% looking fresh from my shave this morning. So I'm retrimming like the bottom of the beard a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the the neck area. So I can get a nice tight line just with the razor blade because the blades are so good. Um, to, you know, kind of re, re-modify, reshape the beard. You know, it's getting to be, you know, we're still in summertime here, but I'm starting to prepare for the fall where you got to get a little bit more scruffy and a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, more more beard growth, but you got to keep the neck nice and clean. So uh, Harry's hooked me up this morning with my pride handle. Totally the best handle I've ever owned by that. If y'all missed out on that, that's your loss. Love that thing. <laughs> so you got to get on it, right? You got to get on it. You, when we're talking about this stuff, you got to get on it. Harry stand behind the quality of their blades, but they know that switching razors isn't an easy decision, so they created a special trial offer for listeners of the Pan Addict. You can get yourself a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. A weighted ergonomic razor handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Join the millions of people who have already switched to Harry's and go to harrys.com slash penaddict today to redeem your trial set. That's harrys.com slash penaddict. Thank you so much to Harry's for their continued support of this show and Relay FM. So quick clarification, I was hearing Exaclair, not Exacompta. So Exaclair distributor, Exacompta business owner of Clairefontaine, Gilalo, Jeherbon, things like that. So So would you say that Mike was right? Uh, Mike was right. Hashtag. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Exacompta Clairefontaine. So that's the group that owns <laughs> Exaclair, right? Is that what you're no, saying? Ex- no. I'm saying Exaclair is the U.S. distributor for those brands. Oh, it's like a subsidiary company that they created to distribute those brands into America. Right. I see how you got there. Yep. That makes mm. sense. But yeah, Just so the they, since 2003, they've been a part of that huge conglomerate. Does that mm. answer the questions that you had then? No, no, because like uh, I was just I was just curious. Like, there's companies like uh, say Ray Ban or and right, Louis right, Vuitton, right, right. and at one point, like Montegrappa was owned by one of those like companies that is does luxury goods, like with watches and bags and purses and shoes. Was a stationary company like Jeherbon part of one of those? But it doesn't look to be like that way. They're just part of a bigger stationary company. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, it, it was looks just a, like a, it was a curiosity yeah. thing, uh, as far as like where they see the market. Um, you know, I was just thinking about that, so no big deal. But it Very does cool. make even more sense, though, right? In a, in a way, like this is a company that owns so many brands, including mm-hmm. Rodia and Covadis, and I don't think I said that right, and Clairefontaine, and and so many more. That yeah. it, it kind of makes sense that they would do this high luxury because they. They don't have one of those, right? Right. Gilalo is their uh, is their high end paper product. Like you get it like the stationary stores, you mm-hmm. know, like invitations and and the higher end stuff. You know, your paper chases or your other, you know, individual stores that type of thing. So, Gilalo, 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, Speaking of luxury, Mike. Yes, Relay FM membership. Thank you to everyone who has signed up so far. Um, The membership drive is going fantastically so far. We're really, really pleased. I wanted to remind everyone that the uh, three-hour bonus episode for The Pen Addict (laughs) where we build a Lego set in the most uh, silly way possible will be published on August the 24th, which is this Friday. So you have the whole weekend to listen to it because you may need that. So if you want to get your hands on this very special, I mean, we make fun, but it is super weird and we had a great time doing it. Uh, you can go and sign up right now and you can get this along with other bonus content and special perks for being a Relay FM member. Plans start at $5 a month. There is a link in our show notes, which you can find in your podcast app of choice or um, over on relay.fm slash penaddict slash 322. If you just click that button, you'll immediately be taken to a page to sign up for $5 a month for the Pen Addict. Um, or you can go to relay.fm slash membership to learn more, support more shows, support other shows, whatever you wish. But no matter which show you support, you get access to absolutely all of the bonuses, including a discount code for Relay FM's new merch page. We have a new merch store um, with some fun uh, items that you may be interested in. And so you can get your hands on a on a discount code as well if you're a Relay FM member to get some money off this new amazing merch that we have. So mm-hmm. thank you so much to everybody that has signed up so far. Um, and you can sign up at any time and you always get access to all of the perks that we've ever done. So all of the bonus episodes are all in the feed. So it is, it is quite a value uh, that you get for your money. So thank you so much to everybody that signed up. Uh, while we're thinking about updates for kind people who give us money... Um, do I want to ask you the Kickstarter? <laughs> do I do I want to know how it's all going? As, I mean, if we recorded uh, at this time yesterday, no, you didn't mm-hmm. want to know. But uh, by yesterday afternoon, like the first 100, 125 cases of the clay Tallulah have left the factory and are heading to my house for final inspection. So we have movement on the case front. Hallelujah. Um it's not a day has gone by in the last two weeks where I haven't talked to the factory multiple times a day. And it's just continued madness. It just is. It's like super frustrating. But, um, you know, it's it's it always works out in the end. At least so far, it's always worked out in the end. And this one's going to work out in the end, too. Just a few weeks behind where we where we were. So standard operating procedure, I guess. But, yes, we generally in the past um have shipped all these kickstarters like within a day or two of each other like all the rewards would ship out in a day or two this time we might have to stagger them over several weeks but depending on how these cases come in like if these cases come in they're good and we're ready to ship we might just start with like you know the first hundred backers and start shipping these out instead of waiting to do like all whatever number it is 500 or so in i think one that's big a good batch. idea We'll see, because like by the time we get to the end, it might be you know three more weeks before that last shipment hits. I just don't know at this point. It could be three days, which is unlikely, but you know what I'm saying, right? I think it's fine to start sending them out. Yeah, I think, and uh, I've got all the pins. I've got all the pins carded. Um, we'll talk about that more in a minute, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, like everything's ready to go. Um, as far as getting ready to ship, we just need the physical goods, and they should start showing up here tomorrow. So maybe next week we can get some out. We'll see. And everything's on track for our uh, mini tour in October. It's so actually really on track well. now. We have everything booked. Yeah, except our mm-hmm. hotel in New York. We got to book that, but that's no big deal. That's like just a couple nights for yep. us. Um, at least for us, not for you. But... um. Yeah, we're booked. We're going to be in New York uh, 
what's the wet Wednesday? I didn't even look. So it's the 25th and 26th. We'll be in New York. We leave for Toronto Friday, uh, the 26th. Sorry, I got those dates mixed up. And then we'll be at Wonder Pen Saturday, October 27th. And then we'll be at the Scriptus Toronto Pen Show on Saturday, October the 28th. And we head, yep. head back to our respective homes, uh, London, Atlanta, and Kansas City. Uh, on the Monday, so as it stands right now, the only kind of like publicy events that we're doing are in Toronto. So as yes. Brad mentioned, we'll have more details as we get closer to this. But this includes um, the October twenty seventh in store event, which I'm excited to be a part of. Yeah, sounds so fancy. It one depends. Then we're going <laughs> to be at the uh, Toronto Pen Show on the twenty eighth. We'll be there yep. all day. We're doing whatever yep. it is we're doing. We're not actually selling or yeah. doing anything. We're just gonna be there. Oh, I actually I actually volunteered us to to work the tables for Liz at Wonderpens. So you're we're gonna be to working work. the tables for Liz at Wonderpens <laughs> is the uh, the information that I have just received. So that's what we're gonna be doing on the twenty eighth. So that's where you can plan to find us. Uh, and <laughs> delegation kids, this is how it works. And yeah. uh, but in New York we are not currently planning on anything because yeah, I'm we're doing be... some other things in New York. Like uh, we're doing a live show of Connected and stuff like that. So we may not be able to do anything more than that. Yeah. Like we're going to do a, uh, we're going to go to CW Pencils and shoot videos, but we don't know, have a, like a time or date and it's not going to be like a huge like scheduled event or mm-hmm. anything like that. We'll be yep. swinging by and uh, hanging out with uh, Caroline and Caitlin and uh, we'll, we'll probably be there for a while, but there's no like official mm-hmm. like date and time meetup type thing. So you mentioned that you were streaming and boy, you were streaming yesterday. Big birthday boys, <laughs> big birthday stream, uh, which you can still catch for a little bit. It's like four hours. I watched a couple of hours. Of it. I, I, I like just having it on, right? I like just have you in the background. You're, you're very good at the kind of just talking to, to nothing, mm. which is a the chatter, really, the chatter. It is a no, but like you're talking not to anybody, right? Like no, mm-hmm. you're not having a conversation with anyone. It's right. a very difficult thing to do. The, the skill of talking to me doesn't translate into just talking on your own. This is this is a additional skill that Brad has, um, which makes his streams very good. And basically, for the whole stream, uh, Brad was poking pins into cards, <laughs> which included our heads. Four straight hours of poking pins. I heard a rumor that there may be a, a little bit of DNA on a few of them, uh, which is a <laughs> horrifying thought. Not really, not really. Okay, that good. was that was one of our fun jokes of how many times I poked myself. I did the real damage on Sunday when Tyler yeah. and I were at the table when I was starting starting to do it and didn't quite have my workflow down i poked myself like really bad one time and then kept sticking myself so i kept i kept a counter on twitter it was only it was three three pokes and one curse word so that was sunday status and then the the stream wasn't uh i didn't i didn't injure myself too bad but um the stream worked out great because number one it was my birthday number two i had new channel artwork to share Number three, I had something to do, which as monotonous as it was to sit there and poke car- poke heads on cards for four straight hours, mm-hmm. which is literally what I did from the moment we s- started until I had to leave. Um, it-, it was fun. Like I enjoyed it. Like yesterday worked out perfectly because no one was around to share my birthday with me. The kids were at school and my wife worked all day. So I was like, well, I'm going to go stream for a while. I got all this new stuff. I got things I got. I'm going to sit here and poke heads and cards anyway i might as well do it on stream and talk to people right 
I think it's a great idea, and it was a fun stream to watch. Um, and you also unveiled new emotes and subscriber badges. That just looked really <laughs> incredible. Uh, me and Tef are a bit jealous of you. Um, <laughs> well, I got to Like, so don't be jealous. It's more laziness. Like, there's things I don't do. Like, I don't do audio editing, and I don't do graphic design. Like, I will gladly pay someone who's much better at those things than I am to do those things. So there's a guy I've been following for a while on Twitter. You know, if you follow streamers and you get kind of uh, linked through, you know, seeing what other people use and, you know, other streams and other artwork. And I found this guy named Lance. Um, he's on, well, I will put him in the show notes. He goes by young con on online and I liked his style. Like I kept seeing his, his artwork pop up by other people that I followed. I was like, Oh, I really like this guy's style. I bet he could do something for me. So I got with him, told him what I wanted. He knocked it out and did a great job. I think it came out really, really cool. Yeah, they are really good. I'm looking through his stuff now too. And very, very talented individual. Yep. Yep. Good guy to work with. Easy guy to work with would, uh, Highly recommended. He, uh, being an artist like he is, he's still he's not much of a pen guy. Like I was, I was, you know, I was trying to uh, figure out, you know, what his, what he was using and stuff. He's like, ah, I pretty much just use Bix. And I'm like, oh, Lance, I'm gonna fix that. You're killing me. But no, but hey, Bix for artists are, are probably one of the the primary tools. So good job by him. But yeah, it came out good, didn't it? I it really sure liked did. It. So everyone yep. should go to Twitch.tv/slash penaddict. Follow. And then subscribe with your money, and then you can watch Brad's future streams, and then you get little badges and emotes and all that kind of cool stuff now, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'll use them for, for future work to do more things. I want to talk about a cool product that flew by my radar yesterday, which is the Baron Fig Wonder Dream Journal. Mm-hmm. This is genuinely one of the smartest ideas I've seen in a notebook in a while. I think this yeah. is friggin' genius. Baron Fig have created a dream journal. So Which that's always the dream of a lot of people. They're like, I have dreams. I should write yep. them down. Well, they made a thing to prompt that, right? So it is a really good looking a notebook, right? It's got like stars and stuff on the front. It looks really, really nice. But it the the the, the star is the paper inside. So it is specifically mm-hmm. designed for you to record your dreams in. So the pages are laid out, they've got these big sections. Right on a double page spread, recall, visualize, and interpret. Right, you can understand what they mean. Right, so the, you write down in the recall, in the visualize, you can draw some stuff, and then I guess in the morning you interpret it. Right, it's, it's like a double, like either you've woken up, you write it down, go back to sleep, or however it is you want to record your dreams. And on the edges of the pages, they have these things that they call page bars, and they have little icons for you to check off so you can denote your emotion your sleep quality, when your dream took place in the night, so like the beginning, middle, and end. Um, If your dream was in color or not, what your viewpoint was, was it first person or third person, and basic categorization of your dream. I think this is a really good-looking, really smart notebook. Like, I I think this is an awesome-looking product. I don't really have, like, dreams that I consider worth recording. I I don't really... um, have vivid dreams very often. So this isn't like something that I would personally buy for myself. But for the for a person who does dream like that or wants to record your dreams or whatever, this is like a perfect product. I love seeing stuff like this where it's like really cleverly thought out single purpose things. Especially when you're thinking about like 
we all have so many notebooks, right? Like everyone has right. so many notebooks. Isn't it nice to have a notebook which has such a singular purpose that is it? That's that's so that's my argument. Like I have lots of things to say about this. All right, go on then. And it's all I mean it's all positive. Like I love single purpose use products Mm -hmm. like this this is a very specific built a specific way i was actually just talking about this i think last week in refill for a different product or two weeks ago there was an auto journal log on kickstarter it's like i love the idea of this i will never use this product right yeah those two things can co coexist right i absolutely love the highly specific products um like but on a personal level, this is a product I would never use because why do I need the fifth notebook I have active today? I've already got four notebooks active. No, do I need a fifth one now? Right. But you know, if you are a, an avid dreamer, you know, maybe you want the specific tool to help you capture those things. And what they delivered was a very good product for that. Now it's funny that this was in the show notes today because I'm not a dreamer except I had a freaking insane dream last night. Okay. Like I was lost I was lost in a hotel. Like that was the whole dream and it felt like it went on for like 2 or 3 hours, you know, when it was probably like a 5 minute dream. Um but you know, I am not of the mental awareness state that I need to like write that down and describe to myself and psychoanalyze you know, what I just went through. Maybe I should. Maybe I need the dream journal to figure out what's wrong with me. But, like, I see it as a great product and I simultaneously see it as something that I would never in a million years use and would hardly see why uh, a lot of people would use them when they have, you know, their regular journals to to write their dreams. I think it's the structure can be useful, right? That you have this a specific right. structure if you're not sure necessarily how to describe what you're seeing. Um, I think I think like, this is nice. Like, you know, this this to me, it's like, okay, I understand your point, but then why do you need a diary with dates in it? You know, like right. maybe not you, but anyone. Like, I, I, right. I understand what you're getting at, but... Um, it's just like the, the previous product, I don't have the name in front of me, where they did the half pages, right? The blank like creative page up top and then the line page down below. So you could like write the image up top and then to describe it down below. It's like they're making, um, you know, they're delving into like the highly specific use cases, which I get, like, I think being able to design, there's nothing more satisfying than designing a product and then making it, it exist. Right. And so they are like taking that with everything, like, Everything gets its own thing. Um, and they've done a good job with like the just the creative aspect and design aspect of it. So, you know, we'll see who actually do. Are they getting used? Are people using these things? So we'll have to see. But people like to have specific use cases for things, even if it's their fourth or fifth journal. It's just not my particular style. Okay. I think that's fine. But then fine. it doesn't mean it. But I think it looks good. Yeah. Just like the... I thought the... Uh, whatever the purple cover one that I keep referring to was one of their best looking designs, but also unnecessary in the scope of 
a regular journal, which I think this kind of falls in the same category for my use case. Some yeah. other people have, you know, five journals for five different things, right? So everyone uses their journals differently. That's why there's so many on the market, right? Yeah. And I, I think this is a, a very cool, very valid uh, entry into that kind of like single yep. purpose, single use. Because I've yep. never, you know, I've never seen a product like this, you know, before. And I think that they've designed it very well. I think it's well thought out. Like, because you could just take a confidant and put a cover on it and say, this is the dream journal. Or right. like you could do that thing where you just split it into half, just it's every single page is just half blank, half lined. And just mm-hmm. say like, oh, you draw your dreams, you write about your dreams. But all right. of the additional stuff that goes around it and all of the wording and all that kind of stuff, that shows real product development and real thought and real research that went into the yeah. just having the cool idea. So I, re- I really respect it. I think it's a cool product. Yeah, like I said, it's there's nothing cooler than like getting your ideas down and then like making a thing from it. And I think this is what this is, right? This mm-hmm. is this is something that they were probably pretty excited to do. And oh, and then the once you start building something like this, you get really hyped about, you know, okay, let's fix the layout and what needs to go here and what needs to go there. And then uh okay, it's at the printer now. Then you start freaking out and it's like, okay, now we gotta sell this thing. Mm-hmm. So it's fun, it's fun to create things like this, I think. All right, today's show is brought to you by our friends at Simple Contacts. It is an amazing thing in the modern world where you have a tiresome task that just frustrates you, but then you can download an app and take that frustration away. That is what Simple Contacts does for renewing your contact lens prescription. With Simple Contacts, you can reorder your contacts from anywhere in just minutes. All you have to do is complete their online self-guided vision test in less than five minutes from wherever you are right now. No more doctor's offices, no more waiting rooms. Brad, can you tell Pan Addict listeners how simple the vision test is to complete? Yeah, so I don't use contacts, but I, I downloaded this app to test it out for our our lovely simple contact sponsor and it's one of the most fun apps i've had it's like almost like a little game that you play just getting your um getting your prescription set up and you do different things with they have different prompts on the screen you know like what do you read and how far away are you from the from the screen and it's interactive to where like it uses the camera to see how far you're away from the screen mm-hmm. and it'll it'll like prompt you just like okay move back further move back further and you're like what is happening here <laughs> it's like this cool little game it tries to help you uh you know narrow down what type of contacts you need so it was cool so it's really really easy to use it's really easy to set up you do it that time and what it's doing is it's confirming your prescription that you've told them is correct. So Simple Contacts is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They check your prescriptions to hope you see 2020 and they can renew your lenses based on that prescription. They're not writing completely new uh, prescriptions of your ex- or examining your eye health. It's so easy to use. You can order your favorite contacts from their website or app. Simple Contacts offers all the lens brands you love with options for astigmatism, multifocal lenses, colored lenses, and so much more. You'll be able to order exactly what you need right from the palm of your hand whenever, wherever you want. The vision test costs just $20 for a comparison and appointment without insurance could cost you over 200 It is the summertime. We're kind of moving towards the fall, but it's still the summertime. It's still time for vacations and beach days and outdoor activities weddings so why not use simple contacts to stock up for the season these are a bunch of great reasons that you may want to ditch the glasses and go for contacts as a listener of this show you can get twenty dollars off your first order 
as Simple Contacts. Just go to simplecontacts.com slash penaddict20, or you can enter penaddict20, which is P-E-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-2-0 at checkout. At simplecontacts.com slash penaddict20, or use the code penaddict20 for $20 off your first order. Our thanks to Simple Contacts for their support of this show and Relay FM. As many things as we had in the show notes to talk about today, all really good topics. This is one I want to hear about, Mike. So I'm letting you drive uh, the Twisby Go conversation because why? You have one? Is that I what you're telling one. me? Yep, I have a Twisby Go. What is happening with my life that you have this cool new pen ahead of me? I got on it, man. I ordered it. Remember when the when you saw the order page go up? I ordered it immediately and it arrived a few days ago. Um, I guess I could just jump straight to the end. And say that I really love this thing. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that was probably going to be the case. This is a $19 pen that is significantly better than a $19 pen. Like, all you are losing with this is ink capacity. It's the only thing you lose with this pen. It is super simple in construction. Like, it's just, it just feels like in, the entire thing is just like injection molded plastic right it's all everything's it's like the whole uh grip and filling like the whole grip and it, that you know the grip section area which usually let's, snaps off right yeah let's let's be clear it's hideous looking is it though right <laughs> it, that's what makes it beautiful i kind of love it because it's <laughs> right. so friggin weird <laughs> it is also one of those pens that is so much nicer in person Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of forgive some of the ugliness and find it cute in its own <laughs> way. It's it's a very, this is a very, this is one of the stranger pens I've owned in a while. But like, what mm-hmm. I was going to say was like the whole grip section and stuff, it's all one piece. It's just one piece of injection molded plastic. So right. like, I, I personally expect this to be the most resilient Twisby pen that has probably <laughs> ever been made. Right. Like, so... The thing about this pen is the fill-in system. So the body of the pen, right, is about 60% spring, 30% ink <laughs> reservoir. Right. Like it is, like, size to ink capacity, the worst ratio I have ever seen. Because the <laughs> reservoir is so small. But hmm. it is also the easiest filling system I have ever used. Like... So describe it. Go, go like fill fill her up. All you do is you just pop the pen into the bottle and you press mm-hmm. down on a huge spring. You just hold the pen. You press down on this huge spring. It's got a big plastic button at the end of it. You push it down, and then it just fills up. The reason it's easy is, I mean, we've all used pens like this, right? We've all used filling systems where you press something down and the ink goes in. But this is so big and prominent it's really easy to do right <laughs> yeah. the, the, the spring and the, the and the button you press is huge it's it's the same width as the pen body but it's not fiddly in any way like it is you, you just pump it down a couple of times right so you just make sure you got the ink out of it like the air out of the reservoir and it's done it's so simple because it's made to be that way it's not fussy in any way you're not struggling with it in any way like it's easy to do it's easy to clean off the ink that you've got around it because, like, it's just plastic. This is, And also, I have put shimmer ink in this because I don't care about it. It's 19 right. pounds, right? Or $19 or whatever. 
I'll put any ink in this thing. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy ten of them. Do you know what I mean? And just like fill <laughs> right. them up with a bunch of weird inks. Like I have no concern about wrecking this pen, but at the same time, I'm getting a really good Twisby nib out of it. Right? Like right. they're not skimping on the nib. Like the nib is as good as a Twisby nib is, which I think are always really good. So I got it in a bold. I've put some Jeobon, like one of the, I think, I can't remember which one it is, like the Stormy Sea or something, or the Emerald de Chivore. I own both of those. I never can never tell the difference. I never remember. But it, it doesn't hold a lot of the ink, right? <laughs> yeah. I fill it up. It's easy to like swish it around because, again, there's just not much of a, of a reservoir. And then you just use it. And over I've been using it so much over the last week or so. Like I'm really happy with this. Like, I really encourage people to get this as like a burner pen. Right. Like, it's just something you can throw anything into and try it out. Like, and also the the filling system is so simple that you can really easily dump the ink out of this thing as well. It's a fun. <laughs> you think pen, it'll be easy man. to clean? You think it'll be easy to clean if you ever decide to clean it? Like you might not. Like knowing you, yeah, it might not. I think I can't see why it wouldn't be. Like it would be as yeah. easy. To, in theory, should be as easy as any other pen. Like I, I don't okay. see why it would be particularly difficult. I haven't tried to get the feed out of it, so I don't know what that situation is like, and I'm not going to do it right now. Um, yeah. But again, like I, I really think that at this price point, you can afford to replace it every six months if it does get all messed up. Right. right. I can't, I can't wait to get it. Like I, I mentioned recently that i've never gone from what is this why does this exist to i have to have it in such a quick time frame as this twisby go and that's kind of like the design thing that i was talking about with bear and fig how they must have been like excited to actually put that thing together twisby must have been doing the same thing with this i can almost guarantee that this was like a happy accident that they turned into something just fun right they're not sitting there trying to make you know this exclusive $200 beautiful material gold nib fountain pen. They sat there and goofed around and said, dang, this is fun. I bet other people would think it's fun too. Mm -hmm. And it's going to turn out to be that way. It's so photogenic in the weirdest way possible. It's just going to get a lot of people talking and it's pretty much, I think a stroke of genius at this point for them to deliver this product it's fascinating i i just find this pen entirely fascinating people were excited about the eco right because it was like oh right. man twisby have made uh like an affordable or like a good affordable fountain pen it's like yeah they did but then they went and one up themselves because this yeah. is a more affordable and in some ways more fun fountain pen that that its downsides provide other upsides and the downsides are not really that important like right I don't know what the capacity is of this thing, but like the the ink reservoir is small, but the pen body is wide. So I bet it holds as much ink as some of my other cartridges do. It's mm-hmm. just, it looks hilarious when you see it, <laughs> right? Like just how yeah, the small the reservoir weird, yeah. is. But like, I, I really bet that it holds just about as much as many cartridges or many converters that I own, but you just yeah. can't really see it as much so mm-hmm. I, yeah, I really <laughs> you know I really love this thing people are joking in the chat room like Mike will go and buy a new one each time he wants to change the ink <laughs> you know what I mean like it's it's $19 right. like I know that's not nothing but let's just put this into perspective 
for mm-hmm. like the type of pr- like money that we're throwing away on stuff all the time, right? <laughs> $20 is is not a lot of money. And obviously I'm not going to do that, but like I also kind of whilst I like this pen a lot a lot, it it kind of it's unimportant. It doesn't matter. I'll throw this thing around. I'll throw it right. in a bag. I'll junk it up with any weird ink I've got and then I'll just replace it if I break it. Like it's it's not an issue for me. Yeah. This pen's going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be a good pen. And uh, we'll, we'll be seeing a lot of posts of it. it it's, this is like it crack, it cracks 100% me up. It's genius. become my rec- my recommendation for a first-time fountain pen user. <laughs> 100%. percent Because if you're saying to someone, buy this pen and you have to fill it up with ink yourself, mm-hmm. this is the easiest way for somebody to do that. That's true. It is so simple. Just jam the spring down. Right? Like it I think the fact that it is so in your face removes some of the daunting task of like how you fill this pen up. You don't need to describe to someone how to use this pen. It's abundantly clear. Mm-hmm. Because they have built the whole thing around the way it looks. They 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 made the body of the pen see-through plastic because they want to show you the spring. It's genius. I love it. I, I really, I cannot believe how much I like this pen because we both thought it was a bit of a joke the first time we saw it. Yeah, I, it's going to be a thing. Like I think there's no doubt. It's it's awesome. So, so I, I can't wait to get mine. To Chewbacca in the chat room, apparently Goulet Pen says it is a 1.61 milliliter ink capacity. Yeah, that's large. That's a lot of ink. So there you go. It's it's, there you go. it's, it's it looks like it's no ink. Right, because I've never right. seen a pen <laughs> that is this size that has that like it's just that it's this tiny area, but it it man, I love it. It's really good, really good pen. I can't wait to see what you think of it. Yeah, I I'm excited to get it. What nib did you get in yours? I got a broad because my okay. plan was always to put like shimmer inks in it and stuff. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Does it come in a stub nib? I'll have to see. I if didn't. Not, I'll get it extra I, I didn't look. But there, if it did, I didn't buy it because um, I already have so many stub nibs. Yeah, like, yeah. At this point, <laughs> it comes in extra fine, fine, medium, bold, and one point one stub. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that works. All right, that's what I'm gonna get then. I'll get the stub one. I'll actually, I'll probably get a stub and a, an extra fine nib. Speaking of fun, Mike, we had some fun at the Washington DC pen show. We had a lot of fun, but uh, one of the highlights of that trip for me was meeting Anna Ink Antidora here in the chat room and online and everywhere. And I have to say, she is one of the most persistent people I have ever met. And I mean that in a very positive way. Once you've met her and talked to her for any amount of time, you will never tell her no in anything that she wants. Huh. She's so she's so nice, <laughs> and, but she's so she's very persistent. She's like, I want this in this, and by this and this, she meant I want the A five seed case in the Sapelo pin colors, which are the external is the peacock green and the internal is the amethyst purple. And she's like, will you do this? And we're, of course, like, no, we will not do this <laughs> because we don't do custom cases. Or we could do, you know, whenever we pick out our next color run of cases, you know, maybe that'll be the color we choose. Like, we don't commit to any of that thing that far ahead of time. And that was probably like Friday. 
and then she keep coming back. <laughs> I've had a new idea for you. <laughs> She's like, how about this case and this? And be like, we'd have the same conversation. And I was like, we finally got to thinking. I was like, well, what if, you know, you, you love this so much. You're very committed to it. She's like, what if I, she even brought this up. She's like, well, what if I can sell a bunch of them? <laughs> <laughs> she was like adamant on getting this done. And she's like, well, what if we, you know, I can get people to commit to buying them. Can we do that? I was like, well, we'd need a lot. You know, like I'm certain, you know, we can, we can, we can do anything, you know, if there's the right amount of, of resources to do it. Um, So, you know, that, that conversation happened. Then she'd come back later and she's like, well, can I start telling people? <laughs> it, was, it was just like she had this whole plan of getting this case made. So we we finally said, yeah, let's try this. Let's try something new. And from a, a knock perspective in that we do like a special order case where you would get like one shot at a pre-order. You know, we'd open pre-order for like a week or two and let you know, the, our customers and fans, you know, come and purchase this case if they're interested in it. And you have pretty much just one shot at buying it. It would be a pre-order special thing. And, uh, Anna was like, yeah, let's do this. So she's put together a form where you can go, um, you know, put down if you're interested in this case. If we get enough interest in this case, we'll open up pre-orders on on Knock to make it. And it's called uh, the Ulala edition. And we have a mock-up on Instagram that Anna shared. And she has a sign-up sheet on Google Docs if you're interested in it. And it's such a cool-looking case. It's like, I want this case, like, really badly. So I hope we can do it. But, you know, I and as I told her, this doesn't come without... It does come without risks, but it doesn't come without delay, right? Like we hesitate to do these types of things because we will require you to pay up front and then wait like six months to get your product, right? That's not always the best business decision, I believe. But it's also better than doing a Kickstarter for just a new color of a product we already have. Like, we don't want to do that either. So maybe this becomes like a once a year type thing where we pick out the color of the A5 seed, you go in and order it, and then we, we get them made and we ship them out to you. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see if this becomes a thing. We'll see if there's enough uh, interest in it. The, cur- the color is certainly awesome enough to uh, hopefully people want it. And um but uh, I, I just wanted to share this because um, meeting Anna was just one of the highlights of not just like my year, but of my lifetime. I'm glad I can call her a friend now that we've met in person. And uh, she's just lovely. And I want to do this. And uh, so let's make the ooh la la happen. Just I mean, just for the name. I mean, just imagine, you know, you can have your ooh la la seed case. It, it doesn't get much better than that, Mike. <laughs> I think that this is a fun project. I am very keen mm-hmm. to see how it will go. Uh, I, I will uh, audibly commit to buying one, just yep. out of solidarity and support. Um, I will yep. state in advance for Brad Dowdy's personal, uh, mental's health and sanity. This isn't going to work every time out there, every listener. If you want a specific yeah. color or product, please don't badger Brad until he makes well, it. <laughs> 
yeah, let's just say this is this is just a matter of like a really good colorway and yeah. really good timing. Yeah. Right? It's a good colorway that we only have in one color mm-hmm. and on top of that, it's time for us to pick out the next color of the A5 seed case. So yeah. just it was stars like, aligned. Yes. Like I would I believe me, I would I tell people no all the time and I would have told Anna no if I if I had, you know, a huge stockpile of A5 cases to sell still, right? And you know, from a business perspective, not every, you know, decision uh, you can't say yes to everything. This one is just kind of like the the perfect match of um, timing and color and, you know, what that product adds to the lineup and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's that's what it boiled down to. I do, I will say, we do have something else in the works for from a community perspective that we want to do. I'm not ready to say anything yet, but I this has gotten me thinking that I want to do more customer involvement in picking out colors. So we might work on something on a bigger scale um, in the near future that uh, someone also here in this chat room is is working with me uh, behind the scenes, but that's not ready for a release yet. But this is fun. This is also, this is like, this is like the pilot project, you know, can we do this? Can people be content paying up front with a long lead time? Um, to get a product that's unique. So um, it, it should be fun. It'd be interesting to see how this goes. So we will, uh, we'll be sharing this more over the next few weeks. And like I told Anna, and I think, um, I think she put it in the information. Uh, I'm not sure, but we need at least 200. Uh, we need to make 200 units to like, even make this, you know, doable at all. So, you know, hopefully we'll have, and I know these commitments aren't saying you're going to guarantee you're going to buy one, but if we know kind of ballpark what we think we're going to get, you know, we'll decide whether we can go forward with it or not. So very cool. Thanks for putting this together, Anna and Ink and Distilled Rodrigo here in the chat room. He's also helping with this. So I, I appreciate y'all very much uh, putting this together because it, it's fun. It's something fun we want to do for the community and uh, to having the have the the backing of someone so amazing as uh, Anna. I, uh, I think it's cool. All right, today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Squarespace. Make your next move for Squarespace. They'll let you easily create a website for your next idea, project, event. No matter what it is, they give you all of the tools that you need to make it. You can create any type of website that you want with Squarespace, an online store, a portfolio, a blog, a site for your business, your band, your restaurant, No matter what, they give you all the tools that you need. You can grab a unique domain name. You can take advantage and customize beautiful award-winning templates and have access to 24-7 customer support in case you need any help. There's nothing to install, patch, or worry about, or upgrade, or anything with Squarespace because... They're an all-in-one platform that takes care of everything for you. This is why I use Squarespace for my projects. It's why Brad uses Squarespace for his projects too because... They are the best in the business. So many awards. All the great awards. Customer support, templates. They've all won awards. They win the award of my heart too at Squarespace. (laughs) Their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com slash panaddict. And this trial is amazing. It's completely full. You have all of the stuff available to you. So you can build your entire website. And then when you want to put it out to the world, you just have to sign up for a plan. Use the code PENADDICT at checkout and you will get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show once again that is squarespace.com slash pen addict and the code pen addict to get 10 percent of your first purchase our thanks to squarespace for the support of this show squarespace make your next move make your next website
Quick Squarespace anecdote. I know we're running a little bit long, but we just have a few Ask TPA. So I had a friend that reached out, knows I use Squarespace for all my sites, and he said he wanted to he wanted to open up his own online shop and wanted to know if I would help him do that. And I said, I'd be glad to help you and answer any questions you have. But let me tell you this. Squarespace makes it so easy, you won't even have any questions for me. You'll, he's like, but what about inventory and how do I do this? I was like, set up the store. And as you're going through it, if you have any questions, let me know. The next response was, okay, I'm done. I got it. Thanks. Hmm. Never had any questions. So that's uh, that was good. <laughs> that worked out well for him. So that was, that's kind of how it is to set up Squarespace. Very good. Very easy. All right. So let's hit uh, a few of these questions. First, from Andrew Ardern, any recommendations for an 18-month day planner that works well with fountain pens? 18-month is such a, it's a, it's common-ish. It's obviously never the primary thing for most planner manufacturers, but you can find them out there. And I would just say, I don't have a very specific recommendation but any of the big planner manufacturers like Rodia, Claire Fontaine, all the people we were talking about uh, before, Quovatis, anyone that you know makes good paper already, they're going to have the best quality um, journals. Mm. And then if you go to the Japanese market, you know you're looking at uh, uh, Kokuyo, uh, G Bun, and Hobonichi. Which Mike, it's already Hobonichi season here in a few weeks. Few weeks. We're gonna wait, we're gonna wait and talk about that. We need we need a big segment about Hobonichi and how this year was and things. You like need that. to explain to me what this Hobonichi festival is. So we're go- we'll do that. We'll save that for next week. Because okay. it's an it's a whole thing. Like okay. Hobonichi, every year they step it up, and this year they've like gone gone crazy with like all kinds of release dates and fun and madness about to happen so you know look at hobonichi um if you are okay with writing in your own dates i love the traveler's weekly planner you know it has their seven days per page but you can start it whenever you want to start it like you could buy it start it tomorrow and be you know the first day of the first week that you want to capture and uh you will you will run out of that individual journal before 18 months i think it lasts about six months but that's something if you actually find a paper you like there's a lot of companies that um We'll just make a fill in your own date mm-hmm. type of planner. So I wish I had like something super specific to to tell you, but the eighteen month is is kind of hard to to nail down. So the inky side says, I've been using my field notes more and more in my EDC. What covers have you found to be your favorite for field notes? Preferably one that keeps the dimensions within back pocket size. So just a little bit bigger just enough to hold the notebook itself with not too much extraneous stuff going on is kind of how I read that. And the everyday inspiration has still been one of the best ones. That's field notes collaboration with Bellroy. Bellroy makes amazing quality goods. That That's a killer collab, right? Like, well, they just kind of nailed it. I hate myself that I just said that word, but it's, the, it's, it's, they're two fantastic companies that know how to make their thing. And then they mm-hmm. work together to make a thing. It's just like right. they nailed it. It's wonderful. I, I've seen a few of those, and they're really nice. And they're both kind of have that philosophy of not extraneous stuff anyway, mm-hmm. right? So putting them together, you're going to get uh, a nice slimline notebook cover that works well. I also like uh, 
anything that Keegan does at One Star Leather. Yeah. The Park Sloper was, I think, maybe his first thing that he made, and it's still been one of the most popular items he's made uh, over the years. So it's slimline with a pin loop, which you'll see it when you look at the picture. We'll have this in the show notes. You can take a look at that. So it's just as slim and sized as the notebook is, but it also has a pin slot for mini pins like Fisher Space Pins, things like that. Side Rose wants to know, are there alternative refill options for the Zebra 301A? I love the body, but find the ballpoint refill it comes with to be too dry and scratchy. This is a tough one because it's a really popular pin. The 301A is the more recent counterpart to the historically extremely popular Zebra F301. Um, If you see the F301, you'll know exactly what they're talking about. And they, um, they're like one of the most popular pens you can get at like the store, like at the office supply store. Like you can walk into a store and buy these pens or a grocery store shelf. They look cool. They can take a beating, but they don't write amazingly well. The bad news is I don't think there's a compatible refill. Not that I've seen, like I looked on jet pens compatibility thing and they only sell the refill that's made to fit it and it looks kind of not like any other refill that i've seen there might be something so we'll put a call out to the listeners if they have any 301 refills that they use um i caveat that with saying let's not hack too many things up at first like i appreciate a good hack but that's generally not the answer people want. They want to just pop a refill in and go, or maybe, you know, trim the end of the refill a little bit. But once we start getting to like tape and glue and huge modifications, that's generally not going to fly for most people. Um, So if you have anything that fits in the Zebra F301, let me know. I'd Mm -hmm. love to hear it. All right, so I'm going to read this next one. Uh, this wasn't really an Ask TPA, but, but it was it was sent to us, so I wanted to see if we could provide any help to our good friend at Hey Matthew. I lost a Lamy 2000 rollable today that I had pretty I had a pretty sentimental attachment to. The saddest part is that someone will probably find it and not know what they have, and it'll end up in a drunk drawer when it runs out of ink. I will lose sleep over this thought. Brad, do you have any advice? Is there anything we can do to make Matthew feel better? No, he should keep his pens in an area where he shouldn't lose them. Shame on you, Matthew. Rip. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Was that not what you were expecting? No. All right. So let me see. I I just wanted to to offer my apologies to Matthew for losing this pen, which has sentimental attachment to Brad, Mm. which means Mm. it's probably pretty important to him. Um. Mm. All I can say is, like, there will be more pens in your life that will have other sentimental value to them. Maybe mm-hmm. you could buy a pen in honor of that pen and try and transfer mm-hmm. some of the sentimentality over to it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm very sorry for Brad, just in general, <laughs> and especially in this instance. I will say the sentimental value is obviously not replaceable. If If I was in Matthew's shoes, I would replace the pen with the same pen. Like if I have a very sentimental value to a pen, even though I'm not going to get the pure sentimentality that the original was, I would probably go ahead and get a replacement. So I continued to have those, that pen and could, you know, 
uh, project and import those wonderful sentimental thoughts onto the new pen and, uh, you know, hopefully not lose as much sleep. So, uh, I, I, I would be in the, in the replacement camp, but, uh, that stinks. I hate that for Matthew. There you go. You did a better job on the second try. All right. I love Matthew. I gotta, I gotta give him hell. Yeah, I'm sure. Our last question is from at everyday comment. What are English muffins called in England? Mm-hmm. This is something uh, that their eight-year-old has asked and can't find any answer to. I have been mm-hmm. through this before <laughs> with Jason Snell on Upgrade. Here's oh, the really? thing. Yeah, here's the thing. They're muffins, right? That's, mm, that, that is what they're that. called. They're called muffins. Yeah, that's an issue. But now a lot of people call them English muffins because LOL America. <laughs> yeah. So you I, rolled I'm not going to argue with... Right, I'm not going to argue with you on that point. Big sweet muffins full of chocolate and blueberries, and they became muffins. But depending on where you shop, Mm -hmm. the what we call both things are called muffins. Some places call them English muffins, but they are Mm -hmm. muffins. Sometimes they're called uh, like oven top oven muffins or something like that, or oven stick muffins, something like so like it shows it's got like the, the kind of burnt button on the bottom on them. But yeah, they're mm. muffins. They're muffins. It's all called muffins. So the the blueberry variety muffins. with the paper is a muffin. It's a muffin. And then the English muffins a muffin. are a muffin as well. Yep. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah, this is even more complicated than the cookie problem. Yeah. Right, because cookies for complex. us, we call chocolate chip cookies are what we call cookies. Everything else is a biscuit. Gotcha. Right? But the muffins yeah. one is way more complicated because <laughs> the names never, is not, they've not changed. Like, yeah. it's called a muffin. Um, so you're going to break poor, this is Tony, by the way, everyday commentary. Yep. Tony Scullumbreen, you're going to break his poor eight-year-old child's head. Yep, muffins are muffins. <laughs> These things are called muffins. They're called muffins. It's all a muffin. Everything's a muffin around mm. here. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to have a follow-up question from Tony's eight-year-old next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, the, the, answer, for... the answer to all of these questions is America took our language, did whatever they wanted to it, and then tried to put it back on us. And there's some things yeah. that we don't I, accept. I'm not going to... You know, uh, apologize for that. That's yeah. I I'm I'm on your page mm-hmm. with with that one. Like that's yeah. That's, that's the, just like you said. But LOL it is just America. how it is. This is the problem of the world that we live in today. That <laughs> that, that it, you know the internet and everything has changed, and everyone can talk mm-hmm. to each other. And now there's mass confusion across mm-hmm. everything, including yep. the names of breakfast trees. This is the problem is they're both breakfast things as well. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes yeah. it even worse. If you'd yeah. like to find our show notes for this week's episode, go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 322. You can find Brad online, twitch.tv slash penaddict. He's at dowdyism on Twitter, penaddict on Instagram. Penaddict.com. Not got code. Jeez. Anything else? Is that it for you? Um, Did I get it all? Uh, the entire internet. Everywhere. But different names, different URLs mm. for all of that stuff. I'm at I'm like I am Y K E. Are you a mastodon or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's good. Don't plan that's on good. it. I don't plan on it. Good man. All right. Thanks so much to our sponsors this week, the fine folk over at Harry Squarespace and Simple Contacts, and to you, the listener, for one tuning in and two, if you became a member, we appreciate your support, no matter how you choose to give it. We'll be back next time. <laughs>
Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>